Welcome to Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. Stories That Shape Us is a daily podcast where I share my perspective on how different experiences influence our view of self, how we interact with others, and how we show up in the world. Hello and welcome to this episode of Stories That Shape Us. My name is Joanna Daniel. I wanted to talk about some of the things that came out of the episode that I published yesterday, which was sex and intimacy for Christian couples. And there's so many things that came out that I wanted to just use this opportunity to talk through. If you haven't yet seen that episode or or listened to that episode, I want to encourage you to go and listen to that episode because there's a lot of that came out of it that I think would be really beneficial for a lot of people. So one of the things that came up clearly was that each person need to heal. Each person need to do their individual work of healing so that the relationship can be healthy. And oftentimes, perhaps one person's trauma will be that the weight of the issues in the relationship will be placed on one person's trauma. But what I got was everybody needs to heal, especially if you are going into a relationship and you have experienced trauma, it's really important to take the time to address that because we hope that it won't affect, but it does impact. So when we have experienced any kind of trauma, it it really does have an impact in how we show up in our relationships. It really impacts how we communicate. It impacts how we manage conflict. It impacts how we love, how we give love, how we receive love. It really just touches every area of our lives. Now, I know that there is sometimes certain things that we experience that we're afraid. And I think fear stops a lot of us from processing, from taking the time to heal, from sometimes culture stops us from finding a, a good therapist, attending a retreat or an emotional healing event that will help us to to look after and to and to heal it really does it really does stops us from doing that but we know that if we want our relationships to be healthy then this is something that we have to do we have to do this work of healing in order for that to happen so our traumas does sometimes depending on the kind of trauma that we've experienced it really does impact how we commu- how we how we connect Um, whether we have the capacity or the availability to connect. And so sometimes there is conflict in our relationships that doesn't have to be conflict. But because we don't know how to ask for what we need, we don't know how to communicate our needs, we don't know how to hear the needs of the next person, we don't know how to express ourselves and how to say the things that is troublesome to us or bothering us, so we don't know how to do that. And it we we shut we, we people deal with the things in different ways. Sometimes people shut down, isolate and withdraw. Um, and it, it's only because sometimes I don't know how to say what is happening. Sometimes we don't know what is happening, we don't understand it. We we know what we're feeling, we can't put a name to it, and so we pull away as opposed to say what we need. And sometimes I'll ask people, how would you frame that in a need? If, if, if this is something that you want, how would you frame it in a need? Because when we do that hard work of healing 
of processing, of working through the things that have happened to us, then it leaves us, it gives us capacity. So when we go in relationships, we can, we can have conversations that are difficult. We can hear the next person. We can tell them how we're feeling and not worry about, I was going to say worry about how they feel, but we don't have to look after them because they're able to look after themselves. And that looks like a healthy, wholesome relationship. There is trust in that dynamic because when there's trust, trust helps to build intimacy and it helps to build connection and it helps to make the space safe for everybody, for you and for the next person that is in the relationship. Trust helps to make that space feel safe. Now we know, and one of the things that we talked about yesterday and one of the main reasons I got this couple on the podcast was to talk about especially sexual trauma and how that impacts intimacy in a relationship. And that, that's why I'm doing this reflection on it today because when we have experienced sexual trauma, we really need to heal, do the work of healing. And one of the things that came out was that sometimes the space is not safe enough to share that trauma. And, and you can assess that for yourself if the space is enough for you to share, if, if the, your partner is safe enough for you to tell that this thing has happened to them. Um, it, it, sexual trauma affects how our ability to trust and to connect, our ability to give and receive love, all of which are important needs in a relationship. And it also impacts how we tell what's happening. Now, many people experience sexual abuse and believe that as long as they forgive, then they can move forward. And we've forgiven the abuser, we've talked about it, we've done videos about it, we've done sermons about it, but forgiveness won't heal post-traumatic post -traumatic memories. Uh, forgiveness won't heal the memories that comes, the flashback that comes, the triggers that, that you'll have to deal with. Um, forgiveness won't heal those things. And so forgiveness is wonderful and, and right and good, but we have to do the work of healing those things. So when we don't heal and when we don't look after and understand it, there's a lack of awareness of self around, you know, like the physical impact of sexual abuse or the psychological impact of sexual abuse. We won't know when certain touch is triggering and how to have conversations with our, with our partners or with ourselves or with the people that we care about about that. And when you don't know what's triggering, then there might be discussions and arguments and conflict around the wrong thing. So it's really important. There are many people that fear to have, as I said earlier, the conversation because the space isn't safe. And once again, um, assess that for yourself. And I know some people are afraid of having it because they're afraid of being blamed or being shamed um, for something that wasn't their fault. And sometimes sharing, it's, it's kind of, sometimes the trauma is used as a cover for everything that's going wrong in the relationship. And you know that it isn't everything that's gone on in the relationship. Now, while you can't take responsibility for how somebody else interacts, then you know that you can do the work for yourself so you can come to a place of understanding for yourself. And in, in, I wrote an ebook a couple of years ago that sex isn't the problem, love is what every survivor of sexual trauma wish their partner knew. 
And in that, I talk about the fact that a woman who experienced sexual abuse, uh, sex isn't the problem. They want to feel safe in a relationship. They want to be able to say what they want. They want to be able to uh, talk about what's safety for them. And, and, you know, I believe that when a woman feels safe, then it makes everything a little bit more easier when we feel safe enough to talk, to share, to express, um, and to heal. But, you know, we get to that place, sometimes we get to that place of being comfortable enough to share and not judging ourselves or not blaming ourselves when we have done the work of healing for ourselves. And so that's what I want to leave with you today. If you have experienced sexual trauma, please do the work of healing, get some support. We do groups for women who are healing from sexual abuse. And we, we don't have a, uh, we have a group starting, I think on the 11th of June for women are healing from sexual abuse, usually a 12 weeks program that does amazing work. We, out, you know, do one-to-one -one counseling. I would encourage you to get some support from somebody, find a safe space, a space that is safe enough for you to do the processing and healing of that. It's not just a psychological issue. It's a physiological one. It really does affect our minds and our bodies and every area of our lives. And so it really is important to know how is it impacting me, especially if that's your core wound, if that's, if that's the wound that happened to you in childhood. It's really important to know what happened, how, is it, how has it impacted me then, how, it is, how is it impacting me now, how is it showing up in my life, how is it what are the things that it's causing me in my life? What are the issues that are, are, are causing me because of this? And what are the things that I can do to heal so that I can move forward unhindered? Thank you for joining me in this episode of Stories That Shape Us. I hope you'll join me on the next story. Thank you for listening to Stories That Shape Us with Joanna Daniel. To learn more about Wounds to Scars and the work that we do with adult survivors of childhood trauma and women who experience abuse, you can visit our website at woundstoscars.com.